0: You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 88. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey, balancing life with the wisdom of Egun, Ifa, and Orisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Yvonne. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Yvonne. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, Egung, spirituality, and growth. This is an episode that you might want to not have your little ones here. We're going to talk about some topics that you might want to censor regarding your young children. I don't even know what I'm going to title this one yet, but we are about to get into a lot of talks that we're not hearing enough. We come in and we're so excited about Orisha this and Orisha that and finding your way here, and then stuff happens. As in my case, I'm still looking back with my magical crystal ball of going behind the scenes and and hindsight, with the hindsight of 2020, to see what are the things that are red flags, before we get into all of that, let's listen to today's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Olubumi Creations. Love Arisha and Arisha things? Me too! This is why I created a space which is dedicated to creating Orisha things, from original artwork, especially calligraphy and lettering pieces, which you can have on your walls, from the 16 mejis to sayings about the Orishas. How about having your favorite saying on a mug or a t-shirt? Because, well, why not? There are cards, decals, Orisha offering dishes which are all made per order by hand. And look out for limited offerings. There is something for many of the arishas. And if you don't see something, reach out. And let's see what creative spiritual awesomeness we can create for you. Olubumi Creations was made because going to the store to get something for someone in the traditions was pretty much impossible or It's the same thing and the same art over and over. Check us out by going to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Yvonne. And that is I, V as in Victor, O, and as in Nancy. This is Orisha art made by an Orisha worshiper for Orisha worshippers of the world with Olubumi Creations. When you hear videos, podcasts, lives, all kinds of conversations, you're going to hear you have to get to know someone. You have to get to know someone. Get to know someone really, really good. And especially when you are considering, this is me shifting the mic, a possible godparent. And when people tell you really take your time, oh my God really, really take your time. Today's chat is going to be on a huge red flag. If you see this, run. In my case, I couldn't run because of two reasons. One, I was married to the man and two, he was the baba of the house and I was already in it. But if you hear this in your, I don't know, travels in your, in your journey, run. Being a wife of any spiritual leader or anyone, being being a spouse, being, being a partner, grants you, you know, spousal privileges or, or partner privileges. Oh my God, I can't talk. Privileges. And this is going to be a bit awkward because we don't talk about This particular topic enough. I haven't seen a lot of talk about this. So this one, some people might turn a little pink on this one, but hey. There has to be there boundaries between a god child and a god parent. As a wife, he would chat with me about, you know, some conversations that he spoke with folks about uh, some was great to hear somebody got a brand new job somebody's having a baby great news you know a trip some some stuff was sad like you know possible death in the family and I get that you know but when I started to hear about certain topics, it made me pause. If a godparent, or a possible godparent is willing to speak about their godchildren's sex life, run. I have heard that some of his goddaughters will tell him about, you know, how long their significant other is in bed, penis sizes, likes and dislikes, and you know, whether they send nude pictures to their, you know, lovers and about vaginal infections and dry vaginas, just to name a few topics. And even as I am saying this, it's uncomfortable for me to say. Once I remember I said to him, honey, I don't think that this is appropriate And it was kind of like a question mark because it didn't feel right. And his response to me was, they are like my children and I want them to be able to tell me anything. I remember telling him, I have a real father and I would never talk to him about anything like that. My sex life, none of those topics. And that is my real father. Now, that I am out of this area I get to talk to real priests real initiated priests different lineages and the resounding message is to that there are boundaries between a priest and even their godchildren and their clients There has to be boundaries on certain topics of conversations that one has with that priest, male or female. The only two times that a sexual topic should ever come up are here. Number one. When or if you need help in said topic, let's say lack of libido, erectile dysfunction, you need a baby, you're losing that loving feeling, um, you just got pregnant or you're having pregnancies or you've had a lot of miscarriages and only on the mat. Number two, if said problem whatever problem it is, comes out on the mat during a reading. That's it. That's the only time that a discussion should be had. Never beyond the mat. Or of course, you know, I I guess I should add three. It's not in my notes. But if you have to go to the priest for an abode that was marked for said problem that came out in one or two, that's it. This is what I'm getting. We're talking in Isheshe, even though Isheshe is not a thing, but just for this conversation, people don't get offended. Anybody who practices traditional from Nigeria, as well as a resounding agreement to this in the Lukumi lineages, various lineages. What I saw... Well, I didn't see it. I heard it. What I heard was far too much confianza, just way too much trust in their godparent and even with some clients. Be you male or female, there should never, ever, ever, ever be a phone or an in person conversation, a dream. Message with smoke signals, a pigeon messages, conversations, nothing with a male or a female priest about your sex life or anything that has to do with your sexual reproductive organs. Ever. Ever. The challenge for me were that the female elders were speaking to my husband. So I, as a wife, of course, I'm like, I don't know, I wouldn't be talking to anybody about my sex life. And so for me, I I was originally coming from that angle, as you can imagine from any woman. So even if, if you are married to a a regular guy, not a priest, or you're married to a regular woman. You're not going to want somebody telling your spouse, your mate, your partner of having a conversation about anything sexual, unless you're a doctor in that arena, of course. You know what I mean? So I was coming originally from that angle. I remember I would argue with him that this was inappropriate and that this is one of those times that that his saying came out. If it comes between you and my godchildren, you will always lose. So for me, I just had to take a, a back seat. As in our Egbe, it was understood that the elders they know more, and I figured, well, maybe this is just I I need to put my my wife feelings to the side. So it left a nasty taste in my mind but come to find out that this is completely inappropriate within the ATR diaspora i wrote in my notes in no lineage is this allowed only through a reading and on the mat now i understand for those people who are not on a mat and they cast the De lagoons on a table that's what i mean by the mat it's just just saying, I wouldn't even talk to my closest friends about my sex life. The way I think about it, yes, we have sex, duh, we have two children together, the end, that's it. Now that I get to speak with real priests who are following regla de ocha, they have shared that any elder who engages in these types of conversations off the mat should be ashamed. And this is, this. I literally wrote this down. This is not proper priest etiquette ever. If you, whoever you are, must talk about your partner's penis size, how long he lasts in bed, whether you're having issues with your vagina or penis, fine. Get a girlfriend, get a guy friend. by all means, share away. Share all the juicy details. Not with your priest or godmother or godfather. Unless, I literally wrote this in really big words, through a reading. Never ever should this be an off-the-mat conversation. This I found out through many lineages and what I wrote down that it's considered a violation of priest etiquette. What is shocking is that in my case, it is that the elders Uh, are the women who are engaging in this type of conversations with their baba and remember that I'm coming in from but he's married like why would you but it's their baba so I had to put my own feelings aside now we're all adults here like I said this episode is not for the young children and we're gonna get real if I had an itchy vagina or I had hemorrhoids, or hot flashes, or whatever, I am not going to call my father. I'm just not. I'm not going to call my dad on it. Sorry, dad. I know he's passed, but when you were alive, I sure as hell was not going to tell you about it. I would, number one, go to my doctor and see what is what. That's number one. As a woman, I'm... I'm speaking to men about this, but I'm going to just talk from my point of view as a woman. I wouldn't even tell my husband that I would have to go to the doctor and handle my business. I would do my best to just handle it quietly, do what I needed to do, take whatever tests, medication that I needed for whatever it was, unless it had to come out that I had to tell him. But I didn't even realize how this particular behavior was viewed amongst the community priests. I understand that there will be a few who will gossip about their godchildren, about their clients. I get it. I don't agree. A lot of people will not agree. Even the gossipers themselves will be like, I'm not gossiping. I get it. But this is still a no-no. Interestingly enough, what I have found out is the integrity of many priests. They are very tight-lipped about their godchildren and their clients. I've heard certain stories, and after speaking with them, they have even changed details of the story. Like a lot of details, only the main part. The Orisha helped them do this, that's it. But not even a full story, nothing. Pretty much many of them will answer just questions, but religious questions only. Many have a rule to be respectful and friendly with their godchildren and their clients, but not their friends. And now I understand why. I'm going to deviate from my notes. I had, after this, these notes were written, I had a conversation with a male priest. And we got into a discussion on being friends with the priest you're working with. Because of what I've been through, this is where I stand today. We're not friends. We're just not friends. It's strictly business. And he said that's not conducive to creating a relationship with this priest, that you are going to, in the future, you are going to be working together with a priest you're putting your life you, your your mind your heart your livelihood in another priest's hands it can't just be all business so I, I I said that I was going to share my journey and I I heard him I respect this priest very much so so Baba when you hear this you know where I stand on this. But I want you all to share and come on the journey with me. When you have been through something difficult, you're going to put up some walls and iron bars and stain. What is this, stainless steel, heavy steel, those big doors <laughs> that you can't get through. This is where I am. So I am on Strictly Business right now. But when... I've spoken to the priest about not being the friends. It's more like there are certain things that you will do with your best friends. Very raw, very open, very sentimental. And this may not be good with a godparent. I was talking to this Baba about those boundaries and where I'm at. And he was explaining to me that it is good to get to know a possible godchild one on one and in a group setting. Because there are certain differences that will come out in the personality and the behavior and all of those dynamics. And I explained to him that because of this situation that I've been through, I'm just, "Mm, no, we're, we're not doing it right now. So I went around to ask about this friend situation. That means that many godparents... Or priests of said clients. They're not gonna tell them, you know, my husband did this the other day and whatever, like conversation that you would engage with a friend, they will not do. So, this is what I mean. You can be friendly, but you don't have to bear your soul because they're gonna see your soul the moment that certain odus fall on the mat. But, you know, my husband and, you know, whatever, and this didn't happen in bed and whatever, whatever. And, you know, we were, we were going to second base or third base. I don't know why I said that. It's like high school movies. <laughs> but you, you see what I mean? Like there's certain conversations that priests will not engage with their godchildren, clients, or possible godchildren and I wanted to talk about the difference of friend versus friendly. I'm up to the point of being friendly. But definitely, we're not friends. We are not even going to buy a sandwich together. This is where I stand at the moment for obvious reasons. But I do believe that I understand that there is a difference between being friendly Versus being a friend. Again, this may change in the future, but this is where I am at. So, when I've spoken to the priests, several priests in different age groups, so, but most of them are over 10 years in OCHA, some of them are not, but they are very involved with their communities, their Babas, their Iyas, they're in it, they're in it, like they're participating. They are helping out in other people's OCHAs. They are present. They are real live witnesses in other people's ceremonies. And there's a range of how much you are going to be sharing with your clients and godchildren. children. Some people are more open than others. However, all of them. We're pretty much across the board, no conversation about anything of sexual nature of any kind. And I didn't write this on the notes, but I remember to, to keep this in mind. Even if you're coming from a good place, that you're like, you know, this person has had many, many clients, maybe this person will know something understand that boundaries should not be crossed. As I am speaking to not only priests, I, we're talking olorishas, igalochas, babalochas, paleros, all kinds of stuff in the ATRs. We're talking to babalawos, awos. They're saying the same thing. There has to be a separation of certain types of discussions. If you hear that, this type of conversation happens in this particular egbe run. And I'm not going to say egbe because that's not a, a word that's usually used. So, ile or spiritual house. In short, want to talk about your awesome freaky sex life or lack your rough? Great. Get a BFF. Not your priest. Want to talk about dry or limp body parts, sexual body parts? Great. Call your doctor not your priest. Want to talk about sending booby pictures or nude pictures? Sure, call your BFF again, not your priest. Don't have a BFF? Get one, not your priest. Need help in your sex department? Great. Call your doctor, then see what he or she has to say, Follow that, and if you didn't get help there, then call your priest and schedule an appointment on the mat with the shells or the canes, depending, or the you know depending what's the medium that you're going to go to figure this out. The divination medium. It's about time that we learn about proper boundaries, even with priests, especially with priests. I'm not a Catholic, but I wouldn't chat with the Pope about my sex life. I wouldn't call the king or the queen of England to talk about it, unless you are crazy and you're one of those people. Great, you're nuts, but I wouldn't do that. Now for the rest of us, this is a no, 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 and no, and no more. As we are going by, I understand that there are conversations that are now being had. They're taking place on what is appropriate and what isn't. When we are asking people, please take your time to get to know this priest. If certain things you see or you hear or anything like this happens, please run the opposite direction. I couldn't. I was literally stuck where I was. And I had no ability to speak to someone else about this because we did not talk. I know I didn't talk to anyone. Now we are figuring out as a whole community things that are acceptable and things that aren't. And the resounding word is boundaries, There are some priests who have no boundaries. And I will repeat again, some of them are coming from a really good place. They really want to help their clients or their godchildren. I get that, but this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable. And as this was being explained by male and female priests, there were many reasons why not. If the person, even if they don't, they're a single priest, it is still not acceptable. We're not even talking about the disrespect of that person's relationship. We're not even talking about that. It is not appropriate. I I swear I wouldn't be going to the Catholic priest in the Catholic church and be like, hey, I just sent a nudie picture to whatever, unless I'm in confession, and then they're going to give me like a whole bunch of stuff to do other than that i wouldn't be outside of of that i don't know if it's called a sacrament so all of you catholics you're gonna have to let me know like a sacrament or the procedure or the process of going through confession we're talking like I'm not going to be like, hey, Father so-and-so, guess what? You know, the other day I sent a nudie picture to my boyfriend and that was really cool. And, you know, I just send it to him and whatever. Like, there shouldn't be a discussion. We need to understand priests have a role in our lives. We can be friendly. Some of us may even develop a friendship over the years, but even that friendship has to have boundaries. There can never be a time where these boundaries are not existent. I, I don't know. So this is going to be, I think, one that maybe some people got rose colors in on their cheeks, like me. <laughs> I hope that together we can avoid the miserable pitfalls that other people's. have. have gone through that other people just unfortunately found themselves in. And together we can have better journeys within our spiritual lives and learning some of the rules and some of the proper etiquette and boundaries are going to save us a lot, a lot, a lot of trouble. You have reached the end of this episode. I hope that you have found value in what I do and the content that I create. And if you do, I hope that you can share this episode. Share, 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 share it. And if you would like to help us out, become a patron of Patreon. I keep saying Patreon because I don't know. Patreon sounds so much cooler than patron, but there you go. Check out my Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Yvonne underscore reborn. And Yvonne is spelled I V as in Victor, O N as in Nancy. And you will have access to all of the podcasts before they are published as well as discussions before anybody even gets a chance to hear the podcast. And that would be super, super helpful as well. Remember, if you are interested in some orisha related, Egon related art, check us out at Olubumi creations and you can go to orishawisdomcom com forward slash Yvonne. And only if you are able to support the podcast, I am just super happy and I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful with this community and I am thankful for you getting to the very, very awesome end of this episode. We are going to be talking about more and more and more interesting topics in the very near future. I am very, very excited. So stay tuned and may all of your elevated egg ones, all of Arisha, bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at OrishaWisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Egung, Orisha, and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.